You are listening to the Our View podcast, where we aim to educate, raise awareness, and change the tone of conversation about disabilities. Every week, we bring you episodes that are centered around topics related to disabilities. As the host, it is my hope that you are not just inspired by these stories that are shared, but that you put some action behind your inspiration to do something that improves the lives of those who live with disabilities. I thank you, our loyal listeners, for your support and remind you to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Our View for Life and to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to tell us what you enjoy most about the podcast. Let's get into this conversation. So I would like to welcome everyone back to another episode of the Our View podcast, where we aim to educate, raise awareness, and change the tone of conversation about disabilities. As you are aware, I did not put out an episode uh, this past Monday, as I usually do. Things just got um, really hectic, and I just didn't have time to um, edit any of the episodes that I have pre-recorded, and I just honestly gave myself a break. However, uh, this past weekend was the uh, annual Super Bowl event uh, for the NFL, and I think um, there has been a a great deal of conversation about the American Sign Language interpreters who have, um, who were performing alongside the uh, singers uh, at the event in the pregame event. The interpreters were announced and um, they were never shown or hardly shown on the national broadcast um, for the Super Bowl. And uh, come to find out, there was a separate uh, YouTube channel that was showing these uh, interpreters that were uh, performing along with the uh, people who were singing. So this is just a very brief episode and um, I invited my friend Kalina Powell who was on a previous episode of the podcast to join me today. Uh, She is uh, deaf and so I wanted to get her perspective because I am not deaf so I um, I also listen to uh, those within the deaf community and I am aware that I don't have all the answers and I don't know what the best answers are um, for something uh, like being deaf that does not uh, affect my life at this time. So uh, I invited Kalina on to uh, join me to share her perspective, to give her feedback and her insight on this um, situation that has occurred at the Super Bowl. And um, just to share what she feels that uh, the NFL and other um, media outlets can do better to uh, be more inclusive of those of us within the uh, disability community, including those who are deaf and hard of hearing. So this is uh, a conversation with uh, my friend Kalina. And, you know, please leave a a message, leave a comment, share this podcast, let us know what your thoughts are about this uh, situation uh, with the NFL. And, um, you know, hopefully that things are improving. They are having ASL interpreters now, so that is an improvement from years in the past. Um, and then uh, I think my hope, as as always, is to change the tone of conversation about disabilities. So I really hope that through conversations like this and the ones that are being had around social media and the news stories that are being posted, 
um, that people can start to see the importance of um, having ASL interpreters and actually showing them on the national broadcast um, as ASL is the um, language that uh, people who are deaf that they use. So it is another language and it uh, should be available to all. So uh, let's get into this conversation. I hope you enjoy it. So, so yeah, this, so, you know, I, I did, I started recording earlier, um, you know, but this is a new episode of the Our View podcast uh, today. And um, I'm here with uh, a returning guest who was on uh, a previous episode of the podcast, Kalina Powell. And uh, Kalina, thank you so much for joining me today. And our topic, um, and, and if this episode seems to be all over the place, it's probably because it is all over the place, um, because it's one of my less or least planned episodes. <laughs> I didn't know I was doing it um, until uh, the Super Bowl happened this past weekend. And uh, there has been a lot of conversation around the uh, American Sign Language interpreters that were um, performing alongside the singers uh, during the pre-show of the um, broadcast where, um, wait, I wrote it down. Let me get it right. <laughs> um, so uh, Colin Denny, he is a deaf Native American uh, from the Arizona Navajo Nation. He interpreted uh, the Grammy Award winner singers uh, Babyface's performance of America the Beautiful. And uh, Colin was using ASL American Sign Language and North American Indian Sign Language. Uh, Troy Kotzer is um, an Oscar winner from the film Coda, and he signed uh, the national anthem. And uh, the really big uh, performer that caught everyone's attention <laughs> is uh, Justina Miles. She's actually from Philadelphia. I'm from New Jersey, so it's like uh, she's like a homegirl. And uh, <laughs> she uh, uh, interpreted uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph's rendition of Lift Every Voice and Sing. And uh, she also performed uh, next to Rihanna for the halftime show. The big discussion that's going on is they announced all of these great and wonderful ASL interpreters, but they never showed them on TV <laughs> or they showed them for one or two lines of the song and that was it. And that um, uh, it was so interesting with um, this week, I try to put out a new podcast episode every Monday but um, I didn't put one out this week because I, I just, you know, I fell behind on editing. I have, I have episodes done. I just have to edit them <laughs> and put yeah. them together. But then I was just like, no, I'm just going to give myself a break. Yeah, the Super Bowl happened and people were like, uh, yeah, you got to talk about this on your podcast. I'm like, okay, I'm on it. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, a lot of people, I, I got it at least four times. And uh, one of my good friends, uh, Samantha, she said, you have to talk about this on your podcast. I said, oh, I'm planning on it. And then I was like, I'm not really, I, I of course I can talk about it, but I, I said, I would rather have um, someone from the deaf community to talk about it as well, just to, um, you know, to, to make sure, so I don't miss anything really, because I, I really want, um, I feel like it's important to have uh, your perspective as well on, on the topic, um, just because it, it's, it, it's cool to see, but it's like such a shame that you have to go to YouTube to see it. And it's like, and, and I did post something about that on my Our View um, Facebook page earlier in the week. 
uh, last week before the Super Bowl that showed uh, the links where you could watch the full um, performances where it showed the the singer uh, an actual um, side by side or I think one folk picture was above the other uh, with the ASL interpreter. So I, I invited you Kalina on because you are um, you identify as a deaf um, you know deaf woman and I wanted your input on this because it's really um, frustrating, I think is a good word for me. And I, um, you know, I, I don't identify as deaf or hard of hearing, but it's um, from an accessibility standpoint, from a disability and uh, disability representation standpoint, I really find this type of thing to be very, um, very frustrating, I think is the best word that I can use for this. Um, so I just wanted to see like what your, um, you know, what your thoughts were and, and what you, uh, you know, what input or uh, feedback you could uh, provide about this. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, hello, everybody. Thank you for letting me to return back. I'm excited to be here. And yes. honestly, it just sucks that it happened twice. You know, it's like, you did not learn from the first lesson when we all came out and said, why, first of all, the first one was really horrible because no one knew where to find it. Right. And now you're doing it again. Mm-hmm. And I thought Super Bowl because it's been reviewed by over millions of people. And I thought they would have common sense that, okay, this is the second time it's happening. We need to make sure that everybody is aware where to find the interpreter. And mm-hmm. I'm myself personally who is learning ASL right now. And for me to speak on that behalf, I was just like, because I'm looking and I'm like, where is the interpreter for Rihanna that everybody was talking about? And I was looking too, and I'm like, are, are you kidding me? And so I'm like, no one couldn't announce that. Um, right. So it just, because why is that we need to watch two screens of a show, a, a football show? Come on. Like, right. You know, and it just sucks. I just feel like, why do we need to work so much, sometimes more harder knowing it's 2023? Technology change. You should be able to be acceptable. And the fact that the second time it kind of threw me off completely because I thought, honestly, we were going to see interpreter on the same stage or somewhere where we are is right and that's what i thought yeah and we need to find out it was on youtube and i was like wait why and it just it, it just really shows that that like we still have to continually use so many different tools to get where we need to go you know and it's like why do we need to watch two things like come on like right like you said, it's 2023. It's 2023. And um, they they have the time and they, well, first of all, most importantly, I think they have the money to use the technology that is available. <laughs> That's why I just said it's super bold. Yeah, they have the money. They're what the, the advertisers are, you know, they're paying well over a million dollars for the commercials. Put some of that money into technology to um to make it truly accessible and put a, a 
you know, two screens on, on the big broadcast and show it for everybody. Because I think, I think it's, it's really cool. Um, like you said, you're, you're just learning ASL right now. Um, but it's, you know, for children, for young children who may be watching and are learning ASL, it's, you know, this is a great thing to, to show them and to show everybody, um, you know, how, how awesome it is. And it's just, it's another form of language. Like it's called American sign language. Like, so it is language, um, that a large population of, um, people use. So I, I think, uh, they're really missing, really missing a, a big opportunity here to show, um, full inclusion. Um, and I, I think, I think the, the part that bothers me the most is, um, I, again, I, I don't have, um, I'm not hearing impaired, I'm not deaf, but I do have a physical disability where I use a wheelchair. And a lot of times um, buildings are not accessible through the front entrance. So as a wheelchair user, I might have to use a side entrance or a back entrance to get into the building where everybody else can use the front, but there are steps there or other obstacles that prevent me uh, from using that entrance. So this really put it, it put it into a different perspective for me for you know those of um, those who are, are deaf or hard of hearing they may you know they, they feel like like they're not a part of the the true experience of the Super Bowl because they have to go to another platform to watch a special version of uh, the performances that are for them that include the uh, ASL interpreters. And that that's, I think that's what bothers me the most because, you know, people with disabilities, we fight so hard for people to see us as everyone else. <laughs> and then we have something like this, which may not seem like a big deal to, um, to some people, but for those of us in the disability community, it's like, all of our all of our life we have to fight and and put um wow that's a, a quote from the color purple movie all my life i had to fight but uh <laughs> they uh you know they they make us feel like we're we're not equal with everybody else by uh telling us you know oh you have to use this side entrance for somebody like me with a, a wheelchair and for people uh, in the deaf community oh you have to use this other platform youtube to uh you know, to enjoy this experience when everyone else can watch it on the uh, national television channel. So um, it's just very, very frustrating to me. And as you said, that in today's time of 2023, that we are still um, fighting for uh, the inclusion, the equality of, you know, being there with everybody else. Um, one thing I, I did see, I, I've been reading a lot of stories about this in the last two days. Um, we're recording this on Wednesday, February 15th. And um, I saw that the NFL did put out a statement uh, to the Today Show because uh, they had people, uh, I, I think it was, um, I think it was Twitter that was really going really wild about this topic and, and just how not, uh, how unfair it was. And um, so the NFL put out a statement uh, saying that they work with, uh, wait, let me get it right. <laughs> um, okay, so, so the NFL put out a statement saying they work with the National Association for the Deaf. Um, 
and that they have worked closely with the NAD, again, the National Association of the Deaf, and the network partners to offer a separate stream that is easily accessible for members of the deaf community. The NAD and the NFL are proud to work, proud of the work we have done to be inclusive and ensure that all songs are signed and all commercials and promos are closed captioned. That's what their statement said. That's great, but it's like you're, you've come a long way and you still have a little bit more to go. <laughs> Yeah, like I, that's the thing that I don't like is when I see other people who don't accept to find themselves hard disability making a comment, and you're just like, okay, but like, you've never been on shoes before, right? It's right. like, why would you like think, oh, yeah, this could be the right fit? Like, don't make that decision, but yeah. uh, what are you telling you? And knowing that this is the second time we're coming to you about it, obviously, you're going to lose audience, you're going to lose customers. And yeah. so that's just like we don't need to hear that we don't need to see that we get it we get it but it's like like i said it's 2023 technology has improved there have to be other ways that we could have done this properly mm -hmm. and just like like people were saying to like on in social media they were saying like she deserved to be seen on the biggest screen when she was interpreting and i said oh yeah like she went off and you know, like she was fire, like Umbella, when she was singing Umbella. And I was like, girl, you need to be on the TV, TV, not no special TV. Like, that's not fair, you know? Right. And, um, but yeah, and it's true that, like, and I think it's true, like, not all TVs have closed caption, you know? True. So it's like, you know, that TV don't have closed caption. What are you really doing, right? So mm -hmm. it's kind of like, what are you doing? Um, so that's kind of like really, it is a lot of frustration along towards it, but it just sucks that it's just stuck in time. It's just stuck in time. Yeah. And I think, <clears throat> I think one of the things like you just said, which is important to bring up that not all TVs have closed caption. Like for instance, I, I was just, um, <clears throat> I'm currently working on a, um, a project, a presentation I have to do and it was talking about the number of people who um, here in the United States that use, um, that have the government assistance, the social security checks or the SSDI checks and what the average number is. For a married couple, the average income uh, that they receive is $1,200 a month. And you know, for someone on that income, they may not be able to afford a newer TV that has the automatic closed caption option. So they may be using an outdated TV. So, but <clears throat> the uh, this year it was on um, uh, whatever channel it was on, I forget, I think it was on uh, Fox this year. You know, that's that's a basic channel that people, you know, most people get. So, you know, and the thing, same thing with internet, the cost of internet to, to get YouTube. <laughs> You know, you have to have the internet to get YouTube. So that might be an extreme cost for people uh, in the disabled community as well. So again, you're missing out, like you said, you're missing out on a large audience that, you know, you may lose as customers now because things are not accessible for them uh, to watch. So, you know, I'll go watch something else that is accessible for me or do something else. Um, <clears throat> so I, I really, again, I, I wanted your input and your perspective on all of this. Um, and I, I, I knew you would have uh, such great passion about it. And um, it, it's just, again, it's very frustrating. It's great. And now that, um, you know, now that the event is over, 
again, I've, I've been shown the, uh, I've received the link for the, uh, the young woman, Justina, who did uh, Rihanna's halftime performance. I've been sent that so many times and I've watched it just about as many times as I've received it because it, it is so good. <laughs> and I just don't, you know. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> you know, and I, I don't understand. Um, I, I'm not knowledgeable of uh, ASL too much, but just to watch her perform and um, just be so passionate about it and put such energy into it. It was no, like, she, yeah, like you said, she was going off. Like, yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, like I said, she's a fire. Like, right. she's on TV. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, so I, I really hope that, um, you know, how, how you have, uh, you know, the, the breakout movie stars and, and people like that. I hope that they, you know, really have her and these other interpreters, too, um, sharing their stories and their experiences. I know they're, um, I know she's big on uh, social media, uh, you know, on TikTok or Instagram, but I hope that like, you know, these talk shows have her and these other, um, these other interpreters on to like share their story and, and talk about it. I know um, I mentioned Troy Kotzer uh, from the uh, movie Coda, which was, a great movie it was such a good movie um i really enjoyed uh the movie and it's um you know it's the the cast was uh, mostly deaf and it just shared their story and their experience of um you know of, of the children living with uh the parents who were who were deaf and um you know so so him winning the oscar for his performance in that um in that movie i know it had a lot of publicity and they were on a lot of shows last year to promote the movie and, and all of that. So I, I just hope that they can continue. Um, again, like the goal of this podcast, the mission of this podcast is to educate, raise awareness and change the tone of conversation about disabilities. We have to have these conversations, although they are frustrating and we keep having them way too often <laughs> and we shouldn't have to. Um, but, you know, if we, if we, keep having them and talk loud enough and enough people uh, share those links and enough people share uh, conversations like this podcast. Um, you know, hopefully they get into the right hands and to the right ears and we can um, really start to see uh, some big changes. Um, <clears throat> because again, like it doesn't, like accessibility isn't just for that one community, like, you know, for me with a ramp. A ramp doesn't just help people with mobility issues or wheelchairs. It helps everybody. Everybody can walk up a ramp. <laughs> so it's like more places should have them. And, um, you know, again, there are children who are learning ASL and, you know, for them to have this experience and to see this um, at such a young age, like when I was growing up, there were never any people of color that had disabilities that were on TV, unless if they were you know, that's what they were making fun of them for some reason. <clears throat> uh, back in, I, I'm show, showing my age, but I already, I, everybody knows I'm 41, I'm old. Um, there was a show called In Living Color that was a, a, a comedy show by the Wayans family that was leading that show. And they had a, um, one of the characters was called Handyman and he had a disability. He was a disabled superhero, but it was like they were making fun of, you know, somebody who had a, a disability. But he was a superhero, so that was, you know, that was the joke. That was the funny part about it, um, <clears throat> you know, or was supposed to be the funny part about it, I should say. Um, 
you know, so, so there was never true representation of seeing someone who looked like me on a TV show um, or in a movie. Um, so I, I think, again, I think there's a big missed opportunity um, that the networks are having here that they can really be on in, in the, on the front end of making this change to, to make things more inclusive and more accessible. <clears throat> so I agree. Yeah. So I, I think that's, um, I feel a lot better now that I've talked that out and, <laughs> and you had, had a chance to say, yes, <clears throat> because it, it's, it's so important because of, and, and they always say like disability is the one community you can become a part of at any time. You know, you can have an accident and become disabled, uh, a lot of people have become disabled as a result of having COVID the last few years um, in all kinds of ways. And, um, you know, I, I am really good friends with um, someone who um, he actually lost his sense of taste and smell from having a stroke. Um, you know, so you really, you just don't know when you can become disabled when you know, your hearing might go. Some people are born deaf and some people, um, you know, lose their hearing over time. Yeah, like you and yeah. So I do, I remember your story. And so it's, um, you know, it's something that we all have to consider where we can, we can literally find ourselves being a part of this community at any time. So um, it, it's better, it's better just to be inclusive from the start and just, um, and again, everybody likes being first in things. So it's, <laughs> you know, why not lead by example and say like, hey, we're doing this and everybody else should too. Um, <clears throat> so I, I think that's uh, pretty much what I um, wanted to say in this podcast. And if you have anything else to add, you can definitely do that. <laughs> um, nothing. I would just say honestly, it's a growing progress for them. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who don't, you know, and the, that, sorry, we break that. It's a learning progress for them. You know, it sucks that we have to consistently advocate for ourselves, but no matter how much or how big the company is, like Super Bowl, mm-hmm. we all know they have money. We all know they could have done something better, but at the same time, there's nothing we can do, especially if it's already happened. Right. However, the only way we can make a difference and keep talking about it like you said right keep talking about it keep posting it that's the only way they will know and like oh snap like this is really bad you know and unfortunately the fact that the second time that they're doing it to us we still need to keep going and still talk about it on social media and never give up talking about it mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> yeah we just we do we have to definitely keep talking about it and um you know just hope that you know, they hear the people that are talking about it and are um, inspired, that they are inspired themselves to make change, uh, to make this change, to make it, um, to make it better and to make it more inclusive for, for all of us. And um, again, just use it as a, a, a learning opportunity and just um, make it better and do better. So um, Kalina, thank you so much for your time. I really, um, Really appreciate it. Uh, this was a very last minute thing I asked you yesterday <laughs> about this because you were the first person I thought of. And um, uh, it's okay. It's okay. I'm glad I was able to make it, even though I do have another meeting. But yes, yes. I, 
yes. yes so thank you so much and i will um definitely be in touch with you soon i appreciate you for taking the time to do this <laughs> no no problem i hope everybody have a great day and hope you guys have a great weekend yes thanks and you too all right. Bye. This concludes this episode of the Our View podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on our YouTube channel. You can also follow us on all social media platforms at Our View for Life. That's O-U-R-V-I-E-W, the number four, L-I-F-E. If you have a topic or a person, or if you are a person who would like to be interviewed for an upcoming episode of the podcast, send us a DM on Instagram, send us a message on Facebook, or you can email me at ourviewforlife at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.